Welcome to the next episode of the podcast. It is me, Charlotte, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brayden. And today we have another special guest, another of the people in Plio where if they died in a plane along with Evangelos, Yepa may as well close the company because we would not function without them. Yes. <laughs> it's Milu! It's Milu. Welcome, hey, Milu. Hello, hello. I, I would not introduce myself. Well, yeah, that's because Charlotte just introduced you uh, it's true, it's true. Okay. on your behalf. Hey, hello. What is what is your official job title at Plio? Uh, office assistant. Office assistant. What is what is an uh, an average day in the life look like for Milu? Oh, okay. So my my show doesn't. I don't have any routine. No routine. No, I just go with the flow. What the office needs, yeah. I just solve it. You, you know, know it in your heart. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, the, when the coffee machine breaks, what I should do? Yeah. I, w- I cannot plan that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's just, I have to, I have to solve the issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're based mostly in the Copenhagen office. Have you been to any of the other offices? Any. No. No, only the Copenhagen office. Now, today is very exciting because we kind of have <laughs> our first official, unofficial sponsorship. Official unofficial. I'm, I'm calling it official. This episode, we I mean, are sponsored. Free, so. Well, we are sponsored by the one and only. Mo- is it Moravine? Moravine. Moravine, Moravine wine, which is in fact, what is Moravine wine? Moravine wine is the name of uh, the company that I open with my husband, my partner in life. We are bringing wines, uh, natural wines, organic wines, volcanic wines, from um, Slovakia, Hungary, Czech Republic. Now we no, are thinking in Croatia and Macedonia. Somebody on a date once tried to explain to me what a natural wine was. And all I could think was, please shut up and just open the wine. <laughs> but now I'm actually interested because I remember thinking, this is really delicious and I wish I'd listened to what this man was saying. So can you please explain what a natural wine is? So, okay, I will explain you what a conventional wine is, and yeah. then you will understand better because... Okay. Okay, the conventional wine, or like the wines that you are, like, used to drink, yeah. they are wines that they are made with uh, grapes, that they have, like, some pesticides in it, because, like, oh, in order... <laughs> yeah, in order to guarantee, like, the quality, they use it, and then they... they Every winemaker, they have their own recipe, no? So they can add more sulfates to preserve the wine, or they can add flavors, or they can add a smell. So, or for example, in Burgundy, they add sugar in order to give the red wines body. So they add stuff, you know, every winemaker have their own recipe for each wines. So what natural wines is the wines that they have anything. Yeah. Hold on, people add a smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they add like a, a, aromas, mm-hmm. like a vani- vanilla aromas, chocolate aromas, tobacco aromas. My, my dad actually works in the wine industry. He's a cellar master in uh, Niagara Falls, where I come from, is actually, the Niagara region is a big wine region. However, Ontario, the province I'm from, has a weird law where you can't export wine out of the country. What? Yeah. But I, I actually really enjoy natural wine. I prefer natural wine. And so what natural is, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just need to explain this. Yes, yes. <laughs> the natural wine, they, they have like organic vineyards. Yeah. So... They don't use any pesticides. So the grapes and are organic. 
totally organic. Yeah. They have to be because then they just put it in, in, in the barrel or in the query in case that is making a query that is a vessel that came from Georgia and they just leave it there for a couple of months. They don't touch it. They don't intervene in any way yeah. to the winemaking process and then just the wine is born or is created. And what they usually always the winemaker says is like um, they just listen the wine. And the wine <laughs> is... Yes. They listen to the wine. But this is not, it's, it's not a joke. When we've been with them in the cellars, they just make us listen, actually. They just... <laughs> no, they, but in the barrel, they just... They were like... You hear like they have like a bubbling sounds or like... Yeah. And then there is the sound. And so they listen when the wine is ready and they try it and they came back in one month and they try it again. And then when they like it, they just water it. And they add a little bit of sulfur before bottling in order to preserve the flavor because the sulfate what is do like what is that is that preserve the, fa- the flavor so for example in a normal wine you have like 200 milligrams of sulfur mm-hmm. sulfur that is what make you the hangover in the next day yeah so you have the hangover for that for the sulfate and in a natural wine you can find 15 milligrams of sulfate so it's hangover free wine. So here yeah. we are promoting Cheers dance. Here's here we are promoting dance because it's a hangover free beverage. There's a dance flyer randomly <laughs> on this table. So cheers. I've been looking at this glass. We haven't taken a sip yet. We've right now oh. we're drinking what are we drinking right now? No, Food mint. Oh. It's a wine from Tokai that is a Hungarian wine ration, but also it's shared with the Slovakia a little bit, a little bit. And this is a winemaker, it's called Bodviak. Mm, it smells yeah. delicious. Right. Cheers, cheers everyone. Cheers. Cheers to everybody at home or in the offices at 9 a.m. Mm. Oh, I've been staring at this wine for so long now. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. That's the thing. I, I like a natural wine because it, it can be, they're younger. They can be a little bit more fun, a little bit more dynamic because like you get the, the conventional wines and they're, I don't know, you know, I, I have probably a better palate for wine than I do for beer. But I, I don't know what kinds of wines I like, but I tend to gravitate towards uh, natural wines because they're just, like I said, they're they're more fun. There's more adventure they're to funky. be had. They're funky, exactly. <laughs> you can get some really bad natural wines. Yes, you can. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh we can God. also get some like really awful. So like this is a white wine. Yeah. And normally when I drink white wine, I tend to stay away from it because quite often I think it tastes like vomit. I think, it's like, yeah. I think it's so hard like it's got to that find, really strong yeah I'm like I think it's really hard to find a really nice white wine yeah. and like I'm honestly not bullshitting you when I say this is really delicious well I'll make sure to share the link to uh, your online shop where people can order and, and get it delivered uh, in the description of the podcast so if you're listening right now pause this Put it in order. I'm actually going to the summer house this weekend, and I was perusing for a bottle or two I could potentially order because my uh, my girlfriend's dad, he's got a massive wine cellar. He loves drinking wine, really? so it's always fun to to bring him a, a bottle or two. But Wait, uh, yeah. can I just ask where the name of the company has come from? Because in the initially we wants to bring only wines from Moravia, that is Czech Republic most biggest wine region, but then. Um, so it was Moravia, Mora, Vin, because Vin uh, is wine in Danish. Yeah. Uh, no, we are I, not so inventive. <laughs> I don't no. know if I'm, if I'm bullshitting, but what I think, my, my mom comes from this tiny little town outside of uh, this place called Balamina, and the town is a Moravian town uh, where you cannot buy alcohol in the town. And I'm like, oh, Moravian, Moravian, is this something similar? Turns out, 
not similar whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Completely no. different place. Completely different. Now I've got I've got a question for you because you mentioned this is a business that you and your husband run together. Yes. Where did you meet your husband? Okay, so this is super random, guys. <laughs> because when I came, I I know I the story. Charlotte doesn't know the story. When I heard the story, I was <laughs> I think it's a fantastic story. This is so random. Okay, so I came here uh, to Denmark because I have my my sabbatical year. So I finished yeah. my university and I had a job in that moment that was going well. So I was like, fuck off. Yeah, so you fucked off to Denmark. Yeah, I need to travel. <laughs> and then I came here in my sabbatical year. So I was like in a quiet, relaxed mood. And I moved to Copenhagen to a room that was totally empty and I need furniture. And I hear about this Facebook page that was called Free Your Stuff Copenhagen. Or it is called because it yeah. exists. And they give you furniture for free. So I just post like I need furniture and a lot of people answer me. But then I just need the lamps and a lot of stuff. And when one of these messages that he was just moving this person and I never saw the, the profile picture. I just, I only care about the furniture. Yeah. But then I went. What kind of furniture were you picking up from him? I needed a carpet, plants, a boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> lamps. No, I just went for the lamps for real because yeah. I just needed. But just needed a couple lamps. <laughs> yes, I just need a couple lamps. He doesn't need some lamps, right? <laughs> but then this gorgeous man opened the door and I was like, oh, oh my God. And he was like, wait, oh wait, wait, you're so attractive. Hi. <laughs> yeah, yes. And then. Yes, he started to give me a lot of stuff, and I was like, I cannot carry it. So, so did you just start taking paintings off the wall? He's like, take my couch and <laughs> no, I carry it to your home with he, your dress. He he was very smart, bed. and he offered he offered uh, his companion, and he came with me, and he carried almost all the stuff. So In like, one arm with the other arm, just like around you at the same time. <laughs> no, he was very shy, and I, I was very shy as well. So after one week, he sent me a message, and he was like, Hey, how are my plans? <laughs> Do you want to get? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to show me in a beer or something? And I was like, yes. Uh, yeah, I oh mean, my God. Uh, we need some furniture for our apartment. Our apartment's pretty bare. Uh, I'll take that on. I'll yeah. Some. I mean, well, the problem is, is we've got that massive painting that uh, Mark. Has, that Mark has left there for ages, and we can't hang it up. So. I mean, given your story of, of finding uh, love on the free free furniture group, I'm scared that uh, actually maybe it'd be good for you instead of uh, the Tinder game. We send you out on Facebook Marketplace and see what you can come <laughs> home with. Come home. Yeah. Actually, yeah, don't come home. For those that know, they know. Charlotte's not allowed to bring boys home anymore. I need to listen. Yeah, we can tell you afterwards. I'm no, not going to tell you on this one. That's like a, a yeah. That's a after special this super fan episode. Yeah, a locked down, annoying. not on the podcast episode. I listen so many bad stories about Tinder, Tinder dates. Oh, I've got a lot of bad stories. Have, about Tinder have you been on Tinder at all, or did you meet your husband on Facebook Marketplace and that was that? <laughs> and that yeah, no, that was that. I I fell in love. Yeah, well, you don't need Tinder if you've got love. I found my girlfriend on Tinder actually. Yes, you are one of successful historians. But we were talking about this before. In, in Denmark, it's a bit different. Tinder is taken a bit more seriously here than other places. I don't know. Tinder's like a bit like CD, and then Bumble is the place for taking it seriously. And then Hinge is just the place for people who are too fucking serious and pretty weird. I thought you couldn't get Hinge here. No, no, no Hinge is here. It's just oh, terrible. Oh, can you get Hinge here? Okay. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. There you now go. we know what platforms to use in, in Denmark. Apparently, Hinge is really good in the UK. Yeah. Well, that's the, all, all my Hinge knowledge is from uh, Alex, so I don't know any more <laughs> beyond what he's told me. I finished my glass. I'd love to oh. crack into uh, the second bottle here. So this one is a Romanian grape. A Romanian grape. Another yes, white. Yes, we have two bottles. Oh, yes. This is If we're going to do it, we're going to do it well, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can beat the first one. Now, we've had a number of user-submitted questions this time, which is quite exciting. Before we go to the user questions, All right. let's go to the quick-fire questions. Yeah, let's quick-fire them. <laughs> Everybody's favorite segment. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody I am is so me. nervous. Because, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know if I work for the fire question because I have a very strong accent and the people, I think, cannot understand. Trust me, if they can understand Charlotte, yeah. they can understand you. Honestly, if people can get my slurring, monotone, okay. Skyrish crap, they've got you down. Okay. Okay. There's not that many this time, and I was hungry when I wrote them. What's the best cheese for cheese toasty? Oh, wow, I don't know anything about cheese. Next. <laughs> No cheese at all. Do you like cheese? I I don't I don't like so much cheese. I try to be vegan. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, you know you know that natural wines are actually vegan wines. What? Ah, yes. Are normal wines not vegan wines? No, are not no no vegan wines. Everybody thinks like well, okay, wine is vegan, but no, it's not. What's what's we not had vegan some about? We some wine in our fridge that was vegan wine that I stole from a party once, but then we didn't drink. Yeah. Because you have to use instead of. Um, because when you use like oh that's a good one how you call this for feed the plants like the oh fertilizer fertilizer yeah. exactly so the fertilizer always is made for with bones of animals oh what the fuck yes it's true the like plants the, like animals like but then, you, are you saying the wombs of animals bones, bones. Yes. oh the bones oh the what what the womb <laughs> The feral, empty womb. <laughs> <laughs> the bones of animals. Yeah, bones okay, that makes sense. And, uh, yes. Does um, does bone make more sense than womb? Womb's got to have more nutrients in it than a bone. Yes. Well, yeah, really. that's what I was thinking. And worms and everything, like every like animals, all these animals are going to the fertilizer. Yeah, but then of these course. natural ones and everything, they're like make it with a, another kind of fertilizer yeah. that doesn't have animals. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Sweet. From, right, no uh, cheese. From cheese to wombs. Yeah. So, um, sun or snow. What? Sun. <laughs> See, nobody can understand Say it that. slow. Sun ah. or snow? Sun with the snow. Oh, yes. yes. That is a damn good that's, answer. That's a quick fire answer. Yeah. Um, do you eat pizza with your hands or a knife and fork? Oh, with hands all my life. Yeah. I, I was at a friend's house recently and they did it with a knife and fork. And no, I it's very sad. Uh, it was Federica. It was. <laughs> 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 It wasn't. Imagine. Um, what's your go-to weeknight dinner? Um, weeknight dinner? Oh, I super like uh, all these... Um, oh, I am so worried. I like this restaurant. It's called Souls. That is vegan restaurant. Oh, they do amazing burgers. Really, right? And yeah. they're in the Michelin, Michelin Guide. Are they really? Yeah. yeah oh, I've been wanting to go there ever since you recommended their... Because yeah. uh, they've got the... Is it Beyond Meat Burger? Yeah, or that, like that? I went yeah, with exactly. her for a romantic date with Natalie from the London office. Mm. And totally. we had the Beyond Meat Burger and vegan cheese. And honestly, yes. it was so good. And I thought I would rip it to shreds and think this is terrible. And it was so delicious. Totally recommended souls. Souls. <laughs> well, well, anyone's in the Copenhagen office, let's go on a... Next time someone visits, let's go on a romantic date to souls. And then uh, we can get to nice... Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
What's your favorite Slack channel? Um, favorite? I don't know if I have a favorite, but the one I use, I use all the time is Office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, for announcing lunch. And telling people to put your masks on. Um, what is your skincare regime? Um, uh, micellar water, um, some creams for my eyes, some cream for my cheek. Uh, oh my god, I have some. Oh my god, my routine for my skin is very long. This is something I'm recently getting into because I've realized that as an adult, you're supposed to have a skincare regime. No, and you're not. You are. No, you're not. I, I don't know. I just wash my face with water. You're a boy. Yeah. Your, your if you use good. makeup, you have to have some because yeah. in some point you will like totally regret if you don't have one. Right. I think. If anybody has a really phenomenal skincare regime, post it on hashtag. Yes. Pod. Podcast. Podcast. Pod? Pod- the channel is podcast. We've also got podcast at pleo.io. Oh, yeah. Email us. Email us at podcast at pleo.io, yeah. and you will receive a link in return to Milu's website where you can pay for wine at full price because you're not getting a discount. <laughs> <laughs> but you're buying delicious wine. Mm. Cheers. 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 <laughs> and and then one. one last question. Yeah. If you could live with only red, white, sparkling, or orange wine for the rest of your life, Ooh. which one would you pick? Only one. <sighs> oh, I love bubbles. Sparkling wine. A sparkling wine. Oh my god. There is a natural wine a sparkling. It's called Pet Nut. It's called Petiland Natural. It's very delicious. Come on, guys. And is it like a white sparkling? Because I recently had a red sparkling and it blew my mind. Yeah, no, you can do a sparkling with all, all kinds of grapes. You can do it with red grapes, with white grapes. You can mix it both and do a red hair. Ida actually uh, had one of her accounting partners host a wine tasting. Uh, ages ago now. In the London office? No, no, no. In the in our old Copenhagen office uh. before we moved. And um, he brought in a uh, sparkling red wine from Australia. Mm. And I still think about it to this day. I've never had something like that. Because it was like a red wine. It, it, was, it had the body like a red wine. But it was just sparkling and fun and fantastic. And it tasted delicious. And everyone there got absolutely smashed throughout that wine tasting and I was so disappointed because you hosted a wine tasting yes. ages ago now pre-corona you like it? I no, wasn't I there I didn't, I, I didn't get to go I don't know where I was was it Christmas? yes oh I was home for Christmas yeah I might have been in Canada as well I can't remember <laughs> okay we have to do another one yeah we have to do another one hopefully we can do it uh, maybe there's a way we can do it remotely and get ship bottles to every office and have like a big Zoom meeting we got to drum up a lot of business for yeah. uh, more of you. Buy the wine. It's really good. Also, yeah. uh, drink this is my first uh, like company like here in, in Copenhagen, and I am very uh, nervous. You know, like uh, when you open a company, you're like, okay, let's do it. Let's make it work. Until now, it's, it's, going, it's going good, but I, I feel like I, I feel all the time like a little bit anxious. But that's the whole point of starting a business. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's, it's not supposed to be. If it was easy, we'd all be starting businesses out the wazoo. Yeah, yeah. Out the wazoo? Out the wazoo. Out the womb. Out the womb. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be birthing businesses out of our womb. Night, Miller. Yeah. You're so fucking popular. Oh. We, we sent out a request for questions at, what, 12 o'clock today. We've never had this many questions in the whole history. To be of fair, we've never asked early enough or asked at all. No, we have. We have. We asked. Oh no, we didn't. Now it was five minutes before. Okay. Hey, yeah. she said that I am popular. Let me. No, let you me, are let popular. Me live my you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of questions. 
A lot of it is Dom and Cole just just swapping lines. Yeah. But before the before you came into the room and while I was still at home before I rushed in to come to the wine, um, <laughs> we were talking about tannins, and Dom and Cole have asked two questions about tannins. Only three questions about tannins. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you like tannins? Which tannin is your favorite tannin? That's what you, you gotta ask one at a time. One at a time. Without tannins. No, we don't need to mention those one. I think they were shocking. Are they bad? Ta- are tannins bad? <laughs> this is a real question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, like the tannins is like this. What makes the wine a little bit bitter? Yeah. You know? Oh, like vomit tasting. <laughs> if you want to call it like this, so many people I want to like it. That. Okay. This is why I don't like white wine. Does white wine have more tannins than red wine? No, the other way around. No, oh, the then, then I love tannin. Do you? Well, I like red wine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't well. like the vom of a white. What 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 do you think uh, produces this vomit-inducing <laughs> flavor of white wine that Charlotte's describing? <laughs> okay, no, okay. So the tannins are the bitter part, and there is a lot of things that influence, for example, the seeds of the, of the yeah. grapes. And also the skin of the grapes, mm-hmm. all depend on the, the grapes, no? Because there is different wines, so there is because there is different grapes, so every grape have a different um, level of tannins. Yeah. But that is a question that um, I mean, it depends on the grapes. I would say. Yeah. Okay. To so make it simple. <laughs> it's a stupid question. We'll move on. <laughs> um, Mila, you are honestly, and now that I see it down, I think it's so true. What? You're always wearing headphones, and in the morning when you're at the coffee machine, you're wearing headphones. Are you listening to music? Are you listening to audiobooks? I am listening to audiobooks because I discovered the audiobooks recently here working in Plio because my job is very lonely, guys. I mean, like, I had to do, I have to do so many things in the office, but I am always alone. So what I do always, I chit-chat with everybody, no? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, know. <laughs> I always find a time to interrupt you in your work and just like uh, chit-chat a little bit. But there I am, I am just doing stuff in the office. So I was like, okay, I'm losing so much time here because I am doing practical things. So mm-hmm. I just need to do anything else. So I start yeah. to listen books. Yes. I what are you listening to right now? I mean, I'm, I'm... So excited to hear this because if, if anyone has asked me about books or if I've spoken to anyone about books, they know I have a reading list where I collect recommendations. I only read books that are recommended to me. But when you say a reading list, you mean a notion page of your reading list. Yeah. Well, what else is it supposed to be? A, a written piece of paper? That's I mean, what I would do. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's nice because now I can share my reading list. Oh, but I like going on it and seeing like, what you've got on there, what you've read, what you haven't read, what other people have recommended, if you've read what I've recommended. Which I haven't. Nope, you haven't. So what I what I always do is I always uh, listen or read uh, a, a book like it's for entertainment and yeah. a book like it's helped me to develop my uh, yeah. social side, uh, social uh, thing. Personal development. Yeah, thing, per- right? exactly. So what I, I do, for example, the last book I listen is Simone de Bouvier, and she, I, I love her, how she writes, because she fought, fought for the feminism a lot, and I think till the day of now, uh, is very actual, you know, like his research. And then... <laughs> the What's his name again? Simone de Bouvier. Simone, how do you spell that? The Other Sex is the name of the book. 
Simor de Buber. It's like, uh, it's, it's French, you know, like uh, my accent is very bad. But how do you spell it? I want to look it up right now so I can add it to my reading list. I, w- I will write it. Okay, you type it. And then... Or type and it out. We'll figure it out after this. Too, logistically, this is too complicated. What else are you listening to or and reading? And then the other one I that is for entertainment is called The Wise Men Fear. Wise Men Fear. For, yes. Oh, The Second Sex ah, the second by sex Simon yeah. Du Beauvoir. Yes. That's how I... My, my grandma, my late grandma's last name was Beauvais. Yes. So I'm assuming that's uh, Beauvoir. The second sex. That sounds Simone, exciting. Simone de Beauvoir. I, I think everybody should read this book. The second sex? Yeah. In fairness, I think I've heard of it. I haven't read it. I think I've oh, it's it from 1949. Yes. By the French existentialist Simon, uh, Simon. Simon de Beauvoir, in which the author discusses the treatment of women throughout history. Yes. Wow, that sounds quite interesting. Well, for those that uh, are looking for their next book, then that's certainly one. What was the other one you were mentioning? <laughs> the Wise Man Fear from Patrick Rothfuss. The Wise Men... I have not heard of that either. Oh, wait, The Wise... Oh, here it is. Hold on, what's this one all about? It's science fiction. Ooh, I'm reading <laughs> science I, I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I'm, I'm listening to a science fiction... Or reading a science fiction book right now. It's a big one, so that's why I keep talking about it in every fucking episode. The He's kill- been reading it for seven months. It's a long book. Yes, I know. <laughs> Uh, I read the first one, and this one, I just listen it. You should speak to Ben, who is our chief marketing officer, a.k.a. he's also sacked. head of our sales. Yeah, he's sacked as our chief sacked. marketing officer. Ben, you're he's, not doing a good job. Yeah, he's he's not doing a good job. You wouldn't know he's our chief marketing officer because he's done virtually <laughs> no marketing yet. So if you don't know about the podcast and you're just hearing about it now, it's probably not because of him. No. <laughs> it's because of Milu. It's because of Milu. I was, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. So... Millie, you joined, and then how 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 long between you joined did you actually become a permanent member of staff? I don't know. It was like months. Yeah. Yes. And I remember thinking, God, this poor woman, like everybody, you, you were walking around the office and everybody knew your name, and I was like, she's going to have such a hard time learning everybody's name, because I learned people's names through like going in meetings with them and needing to find them for certain things. But I feel like you probably didn't have that same interaction of like, I need to find this person and like pin them down in a meeting room right now. Mm-hmm. How do you remember this many people's names? I remember that my first months here were very tough because everybody knows my name, that is yeah. true. Everybody knew it. And I didn't have a BRICS programs, of course. And so I, for me, it was like kind of hard. I just have to remember it. Sometimes I just write it in a notebook. <laughs> Because I feel I feel super bad. Some people just talk to me every day and I learn the name after one month. <laughs> I will not say who. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember uh, I remember when you were like, hey, Charlotte. And I was like, how does she know my name? Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. But then you had a great BRICS program. You had a great coffee date on your BRICS program. <laughs> it was <Yes>. me. <laughs> Yes. you have? Oh, your but then the BRICS program came with already knew everybody knows. Everybody names, I'm sorry. And I just knew everything. And then I had the BRICS program and it was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, there was some other interesting... You closed up the, the Slack questions there because there were some other really interesting there ones are. There are. I was going to keep coming back to them, but yeah. we'll hit them now. Um, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. An astronaut. Oh, That's a there's um, there's something on Netflix called Away about this woman astronaut. Oh yes, I saw it. I love science fiction. I just love science fiction. And one 
when I was growing up, I growing up in a farm and we didn't have television, um, but we have a very large library. And for those who don't know, where are you from? I am from Argentina. From Argentina. So Ooh. my father was a journalist. My mother. Ooh. Yeah, my mother is a professor of English. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know, and yeah, I should speak better, but no. So he's a phenomenal. <laughs> Stop it. But speak better she, than Charlotte. She's, yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. My mother speaks seven languages. She is very smart. Wow, that's crazy. Yes, and she is also an accountant. So she also she's has, also an accountant. Yeah, she helped. <laughs> that's she crazy. <laughs> She come on a studio now. Well, well. So I was growing up uh, like very far off the city, and then. We didn't have television, so I didn't see anything till my 11 years old. And my 11 years old, I discovered the cinema. My mama told me after to read me the books of Harry Potter in English, she she took me to the cinema. Yeah. And I, for the first time in my life, I watched Harry Potter in after screen. reading the books. After reading the books in English. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> what a travesty. Yes, and then from that moment, I just get so obsessed with science fiction and I just want to watch so many movies. And so I, was Harry Potter the first film that you ever saw? Yes, the first screen I ever saw. Wow. The first screen you ever saw? I didn't have television in my home. It was like in the 90s something. I don't know. I, yes, I, but I read a lot. So I also read Kafka, and I grew up with Alejandro Dumas and all the Three Musketeers, and I just read so many books, and I always caught up in the science fiction part. And when I saw the movie Harry Potter, I was like, "Wow, yes, I want to see it." And then I start to watch a lot of movies of uh, astronauts. So I was like, "I want to do that." Did you watch Star Trek and that sort of thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you a big Trekkie? I am so nerdy. <laughs> Can you do the sign? Wait. They're doing the Spock sign right here. Yes. We're, oh. all, we're all doing the Spock sign with Ooh, our spelling yeah, fingers. Spock. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god, hard. before it was better. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yes. I went to convention and Comic Cons. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh, dressed up? No, never. I never dressed up, but I, yes. She I just went, she said dressed up. <laughs> No, I, 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 I like that part. If you had to, it, it, for the next Comic-Con you get to go to, if you had to dress up. I never, I, I just stopped to go to Comic-Cons in my 20s. Yeah. 21, 20-ish, I don't know. I just don't remember the last time. But if you, were, if you were to dress up and, and go to a Comic-Con now, what character would you dress up as? I like, um, about what character? Oh, I don't know, I have to think very well. Or just a massive astronaut. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could just go as an astronaut. <laughs> I, I could go, yes. But there is, you know, like in Netflix, there is one series that I like more than that one you mentioned. It's called Invasion. It's Wh- called, which one is that? Oh, Invasion. 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 Is it a documentary or is it... Uh, no. It's, <laughs> it's science a, fiction. It's a science fiction. Stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Back to my It's fine. It's fine. Yes. So now you learn that I am a geek. <laughs> that is something that is very unexpected. I didn't expect. I love a secret geek. <laughs> I love, I love a secret geek. I think when people hear this, if if people uh, listen to this all the way through, then uh, I think, I think you're gonna get a lot of messages. About a geek being a that geek. loves a wine. That what I a mean, cliche. Uh, I think I think it makes sense that geeks love wine because wine is such an easy thing to geek out about because there's so many different things. Oh, there's yeah. so many different. 
There's so many different elements to geek out about. Like, if, if I put you in a room with my dad right yeah. now, you guys could geek out for hours. I know, I know. It's so cliche. Okay, next question. <laughs> what if you, now, we, we've done your weeknight dinner and it was a dinner out, but if you were to cook dinner at home just for yourself. Oh my God, I hate cook, so I would, that would never happen. Do you not cook at all? I, I, I like I like to cook, but I like to cook, but like uh, in event, you know. If if, yeah. if you're going to cook with me and we can have fun together and we're going to cook for another person, yes, I will love. Otherwise, I will always avoid. It. Really? What do you what, like? What will you have for dinner tonight? Does your husband cook? My husband is chef, so of course he cooks. He's a oh chef. Oh my god! Yes. Stop Aww. it! Where is Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So obviously, when he told me he was, he was a cooker, like a chef, I'm sorry, I was like, ding, 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bingo. Oh Is he a, re- a chef in a restaurant in Copenhagen? He wa- when I when I met him, he was a sous chef in Kofoko, but now he's working in a company. Uh, he's the developer of some recipes for vegan stuff. Wow. Yeah. How did you transition from, or how did he transition, and how did you guys decide together to start the wine business? Like, how did that come about? Ah, because when I was in uh, in Argentina, I I had a small vineyard. I bought a vineyard when I what? was... What? You are full of surprises. You had a vineyard? Uh, you had a vineyard? No, I had. I sold it to come here. <laughs> you had a vineyard, and you <laughs> sold it to me to come That's, that's... Such an insane thing to say. We That's have amazing. So many more. No wait, I think you are having the wrong impression of me. I even have like a super huge vineyard, and I make a lot. No, I make wines for my friends and, yeah. and family. I just, I just because I just love it. Wine. I love wine. I, that is true. That's yeah. amazing. You know. So uh, I always traveled to Mendoza, and there was like an offer in a vineyard, and I was like, yes, I'm going to learn it. And in that moment, I have like some saved savings, so I was like, yes, I'm going to invest in this. Like, because I wanted to be, like, businesswoman or something. <laughs> and then I was like, yes, let's go into do it, you know, with friends. The friends came to help me. I have, like, a very good friends in my country. We met since my 12 years old or yeah. my 10. And we are, like, a group of six or seven. And we just are super good friends. And then they came with me. And then we make some wines. And the first one tastes, like, super bad. And then we mm, start to learn. Tannins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we sold them to an, um, a couple from USA. Yeah. I oh. sold them to a couple from USA. And then I just, yes, I came here and I just, yes. What is your all-time favorite wine that you've ever put in your mouth? My favorite wine? Oh, I super like the Malbecs from Mendoza. You know, like a, a Malbecs from Argentina, they're amazing, amazing. And there are some wines that are super good. And when my mom come visit me, I just told him, hey, don't don't bring clothes. Just bring me wines, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Be naked, but give me wine. <laughs> no, she actually brought like three luggages when she came to visit me. She brought one with only food from Argentina <laughs> and wines and everything. And then another one with presents from my brothers and friends for me. And another one with his <laughs> What What is, like, good food from Argentina? Argentina is super famous for, like, meat and steaks and... Oh, but I am vegetarian since my 12. Okay. You're vegetarian <laughs> since you're 12. <laughs> it's just, like, I feel like... The curveballs. I am an alien. <laughs> I feel like it's, like, speaking to Milu is, like, opening an advent calendar. 
you know, just every day, like every another every curveball, you just open it, you get another treasure, another little nugget of information. So what 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 kind of things are you getting to eat then? What kind of? Uh... I was very calm because in Argentina nobody nobody. I mean, everybody likes so much the meat. Yeah. That they don't have options in the restaurant for vegetarian or vegan. I mean, my childhood was very hard, and my mother was thinking like I I going to suicide or something like. Oh, you cannot eat meat. She was so. Worried. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like, I mean, you will die if you don't eat meat. What about the protein? The fucking protein. Yeah. I mean, if you look at your the other Argentinians, we've got Paolo. Is Christian Argentinian? Juan Francisco from Juan Fr- Resources. Yeah, they they all look like meat guzzlers, like real meat eaters. Are yes. they? They 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 love it. But you said we should have Christian uh, on the podcast in the future. He's not from Argentina, is he? I think Christian. He- or, uh, who? Not Christian. No, I recommend... Who am uh, I thinking of? I'm thinking... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Christian Evans? Christian Evans. Christian Evans. Is that not who you He's said? He's Argentinian. No. Okay. Not, I was um, speaking about someone else then. Never mind. Oh, what? Christian could be super cool. He lives actually in Argentina. Yeah. He is ah, so yeah. fun. Is he is he Argentinian or does he just live there? No, he is he like a mark who's like confused. No, he lives in Campana. He lives outside of Buenos Aires. He's so cool. When he came here, he, he was very fun. He was super fun when he came here. I remember he asked me for a paperclip, and I must have looked <laughs> for one for like forty five minutes. Then he was like, "Doesn't matter," and then he just started dancing. <laughs> <laughs> What it happened? was a Friday bar. It wasn't a Tuesday morning. <laughs> Maybe you will notice, but all all the time that the two Argentinians connect, it's like they we are friends from all our lives yeah. or something. I don't know. It's something that we just have. Well, I hope one day you can take Charlotte and I to Argentina so that we can see <laughs> the vineyard that you once owned and, and not, well, maybe eat some meat because I'm... Not really a vegetarian. You're not a vegetarian, right? No, so there's lasagna waiting for us to own this yeah, there food. Is. But you know, like the vineyard that I once I had is only two hectares. It was very, very, was very small. Of which, sir? Say that again. I missed that's that. That's okay. I, that's, that's all the wine I need. Yeah. But I don't have it anymore. I sold it. Yeah, I know you sold it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying we can go visit the new owners. Okay. We can also just go watch Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was it the first Harry Potter that you started with? What? Did you, was the the first Harry Potter, was the first film that you saw? Yeah. Or did you start with like the sixth? No, I started with the first one. That was the first time, the first time that I saw a movie or something in the screen. That was like, wow, for me it was crazy. Well, Miller, you're the movie star of my heart. <laughs> you're the movie star of everyone's heart. And I hope that once this crazy coronavirus ends, everyone can come to Copenhagen and say hi. Because I'm sure there's heaps of people that are working here that... Haven't actually met you. They may be creeping in the office but channel. I am so surprised that you are so surprised. I don't. I would like to know what you imagine of me. What do you mean? Uh, of all these, uh, I don't know. I, I just have never really spoken to you like uh, deeply like this. Like we've never really hung out or gotten to know each other. I mean, the only reason we booked this podcast, or not the only reason, but the the main driver was is we were, because of the wine. No, yeah, because the wine. Yeah. because we knew <laughs> we could get cheers to the wine. <laughs> No, because we were, we were chatting up on the terrace and we were just drunk and chatting shit and we hadn't really, like, I don't think we'd really spoken much before that. And you told the story about how you met your husband and I was like, you're... You were like, Charlotte needs to hear this. Charlotte needs to hear this. We need to record this because you're probably one of the most interesting people at play. <laughs> I and I think everyone needs to know that. Uh, I, I don't think so, but I know that I take super crazy decisions. Like, came here was a crazy decision 
or I just uh, hang out with my my husband. Like now it's my husband, but I meet it with marketplace or like this career uh, stuff. I mean, it was a crazy decision, and I am I am I don't know why I always do that, but I am super happy. <laughs> well. I think I think uh, I think there's a lot to dig into. We're gonna wrap things up now. I think you'll be the first person that ends up being uh, uh, Milu Part Two oh, because uh, just because there's so much stuff we so many stories I'm sure you have that we can get into. We've just and more wine we need to try. Yeah, there's more wine we need to try. There's, we're barely scratching the surface here. This is the Pleo Podcast Episode Seven. Uh, any final parting words? We are gonna go and drink. What is it? These we are have like another another half bottle of wine to go. Yes, and yes. how do you say their names? Fetesca Regala and Furmint. Do you have any final words, Milu? Uh, yes, go visit my website, please. <laughs> Buy some wines. Su- support Bye. the small business. The wine. Okay, kisses. Kisses, everyone. Kisses. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.